0: As far as I know, at least, ever since modern times, the popes have met people, received people on Wednesdays, which is called the general audience. And so you can go to one of those and join 50,000 other of your friends in order to see the pope. And maybe, maybe you have a hope that you can shake his hand or get real close to him and wave at him and he'll look at you and wave back. So, I remember when I was in seminary, we went to some of those general audiences on Wednesday and you got to be kind of an expert about how you go there in order to maybe have a chance to shake the hand of the Pope or at least get his attention and wave at him. So the first thing that you have to do is you have to go really early when they open up the gates. Americans are pretty good at that. There are other cultures from different countries who don't see the benefits of coming early. And so you're already occupying the places where they want to be. And where you want to be is along the barricade where the mobile will drive by, or where the Pope might decide to walk if he's able to do so. So we would be positioned in those particular places. And then folks would come later, and they'd be really mad at us because we were positioned in those places. But things went as they did. So when it was time for the Holy Father to come in the Popemobile, or after the audience to walk along the barricade, like St. John Paul II did a lot, what you did is you just went right up against the barricade. Now, we Americans, we don't, like, stuff ourselves next to each other. We have a little bit of space in between us. And guess what happens with that little space in between you? People from different cultures, which is fine, different countries, they just kind of, worm their way in there haha they would say and maybe even cut right in front of you hmm that's interesting but the best people that I know who can find a place along those barricades without having gotten there in a timely manner are the religious sisters this is true they will use umbrellas (laughs) and straight hat pins this is true too in order to get your attention so that you will move in order for them to be right up against the barricade. I have personal eyewitness accounts of it. Me, I've seen it. So, all that happens. And the the last thing I have to tell you though, is share with you, is you are looking at a third class relic right here. I know I'm getting older, but I am a third class relic because I've touched the hand of a saint. St. John Paul II. So call me third class, call me a relic, I don't care, it's fine. <laughs> All right, so why did I tell you this story? Well, you heard about what Jesus says. Those who exalt themselves will be humbled, and those who humble themselves will be exalted. It has a lot to do with being first and last, as well as being humble and not being humble. That scene in St. Peter's Square, which happens commonly, is really, I think, a metaphor in life, where it helps us to reflect upon how we might try to get ahead, might get a try to get ahead of other individuals, and why we try to do that. You can see it very clearly in business. You can see it in the church, too, in, in the institutional church, as well as a parish like our own. You can also see it in in school, you can see it in sports, you can see it in fine arts, this kind of competition, if you will, that we maybe, I'm going to say, we naturally have with one another, so that I'll be first and you won't be. I'll be exalted and you won't, na-na-na-na-na-na, okay? So Jesus was in... A banquet on the Sabbath, thrown by a Pharisee, and they were trying to trip him up and get him in trouble. That's all all there. But that that same thing was happening on a religious and social basis with them. And so that's why Jesus started commenting about humility, the virtue of humility. And he's saying to them, he's saying to us, you know, my friends, it's really important that we have the virtue of humility and live by it in our lives. Oh, really? Oh, Oh, come on. What do you mean? Yeah, it's true. And so what, what is humility? What is humility, first of all? Humility is recognizing that you, that I, have been created by God. Now, that's easy in the head. But remember one of the things that we can say in Ash Wednesday? Remember you are dust, and what? And unto dust you shall return. You got it. You see, you know it. You know it. Remember that you were created by God from the dust of the earth. That, my friends, is pretty lowly. And God is the one who exalted you, who gave you your mind, who gave you your, your freedom, who gave you your dignity, who gave you your power to decide. God exalted you. He made you from the dust of the earth. You didn't make yourself, God did. And when we start living by that virtue, it's not just a perspective, but it's a virtue, then life begins to change for us because it doesn't become so important about who's first or who's exalted, but rather it becomes important in terms of, God, thank you for creating me. Thank you for giving me the life that I have, and how can I give that life back to you? in service of you and in service of one another. That's what humility, if I can say it this way, does in our lives. So that we can see God more clearly and we can see our neighbor more clearly and it helps us to love God more clearly and our neighbor more clearly. If we recognize who who we are, where we're from, and what God has done in our lives. Okay, that's humility. But then how, how does one if you will, cultivate that virtue of humility in one's life? Simple answer, first of all, pray for it, seriously. Pray for that virtue of humility. It's really fundamental in our lives because it counters the vice of pride. And pride is what Adam and Eve exercised when they sinned, when they ate the forbidden fruit. It said... I'm better than you are, God, or I'm going to be like you, God, or I'm going to become even more powerful than you are, God. Ha, ha, ha. No, they were wrong because they were looking at their belly buttons and they were thinking only about themselves and their lives. It's all about me. That's what pride is. And humility counters that vice of pride. And pride is kind of a primary one that we experience in our lives because it's... It, it's what caused Adam and Eve to sin. So it's, it's pretty close to, to our weaknesses that we have because of that original sin. Humility counters pride. Pray for it. Here's another thing. Think about, seriously, think about the Blessed Mother. The Blessed Mother is a real human person, not a statue. And, and this real human person chose not herself, and her own will, but chose the Lord's will be done in her life. And you all know about the, the story of the Annunciation when Gabriel said, will you become the mother of God? Yes, I will. Let it be done unto me according to the Lord's will for me in my life. And she was very humble about it. That's, that's how, she, how she said yes. In her humility, she recognized who she was before God. And by the way, look what happened after she said yes in her humility. Oh, Christ was born, died on the cross, rose from the dead, has forgiven our sins, and is calling us to heaven right now. That's what happens in humility. And while you're thinking of of Jesus' mother, think of him. What does it mean to be on the cross? That's humility. What does it mean to become a human person? That's humility. Jesus could have stayed in the heavens, but he didn't. He came, as you know, to dwell with us. Merry Christmas and Happy Easter. Thirdly and lastly, you know, the saints of our church have great wisdom in terms of encouraging us to live a virtuous life and a holy life. And I go to my friend, St. Ignatius of Loyola, who wrote a, a, a work called The Spiritual Exercises. It's a retreat. And it helps people to see God in their lives and to do His will in their lives. Okay, so early on in that retreat, guess what he asks the retreatant to do? I'll tell you, a meditation on hell. What? <laughs> a meditation on hell. And he says, use your imagination, the imagination of your senses, the imagination of your mind, and I want you to imagine yourself as being in hell and I want you to smell what it smells like that sulfuric gross mess so go around a sewage plant when the wind is blowing and then just amplify it exponentially that's what it smells like in hell feel it feel the fire you know you've been close to a fire before and it has been pretty intense well magnify that by an infinitude and there's the fire of hell and he also said Experience in your soul what it feels like what it's what it's that whole experience is and hell is the absence of love It's the absence of the love of God and knowing the love of God and being united with God and That my friends is awful deprivation He says dwell in that for a while and See what it's like And then he says do you want to be there? And of course no, I don't want to be there Okay, okay, then, look in your life, acknowledge your sins, take responsibility for them, be repentant and ask for forgiveness, and turn to the Lord. And he's not going to deprive forgiveness from you. And in knowing forgiveness, and in knowing what it could be like if Jesus weren't here to forgive our sins, then what happens is that we become or have a sense of being a sinner like we are who is loved by God. And we call that a loved sinner, a loved sinner. And that, friends, really is a game changer, and it shows us what humility is. I'm a loved sinner before God, and He embraces me in His arms. Whoa. Following the saints and what they offer to us will help us to know how to live in humility. And this, friends, is not humiliation. It's seeing ourselves for who we are before God and created by God. It puts God first and then me, then you, second. In the right order that things should be that will bring eternal life so what did Jesus say in that gospel today those who are exalted will be humbled and those who are humble will be exalted may we pursue that virtue in our lives and may we know through that virtue the glory of God's mercy, His forgiveness, and indeed the life that God gives to us by being humble before Him and our neighbor.